everybody, the SWP is brought to you by Jim K. Ford and All Insurance Ontario. Insurance is very expensive, and it's my job to save you money. If you can't save money, why would you buy from me? You have plenty of options to make me one, and you'll see why. Text QUOTE to 613-860-6008 to get started. We can spend 10 minutes to connect, and I'll email you a personalized quote. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Everyone knows that Jim K. Ford is a fantastic choice to handle all of your automotive needs, but they're also a full-service commercial and fleet dealership. They supply companies in the Ottawa area with work trucks of all shapes, sizes, and functionalities, from the small delivery vans right up to the big F-750s. Whether you're in towing, landscaping, or deliveries, Jim K. Ford will help you with the right truck, customized for your needs. JimKFord.com. They're at 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. Oh yeah, it's Friday. Oh yeah, it's Friday. It's okay for you to say. Oh yeah, it's Friday. Saturday and Sunday. That'll be my fun day. Then me, it's Monday again. Again, again. Saturday and Sunday. That'll be my fun day. Then me, it's Monday again. SWP with Steve Warren and Jim Jerome. Ottawa Sports Talk every weekday. It is okay for you to say, oh yay, it's Friday. It is Warnsy along with Jungle. It is the SWP, Tales of Sports and Whatever. You made it! End of another work week. Coming up on today's show, we learn that Jim is living in squalor. We talk some sins, a little praise, Alfie. The American side making a farce of the President's Cup. Red Blacks in the must-win game at home on Saturday night, week three in the NFL. And a whole lot more. Thank you very much for being with us, ladies and gentlemen. We hope you enjoy the show. Thanks to those of you who are leaving us a little tip at the end of each month on Patreon. SteveWProject.com is our website if you have any interest in that. Again, Steve and Jim here. Jimmy, what's going on? Uh, Stevie, uh, all good, man. Yeah, how about you? Grand. Yeah, I'm doing uh, housework today. Well, that's uh, good. As you, as you know, I live alone. And mm-hmm. uh, so uh, I've got to do all the work myself, Steve. Right, right. And uh, uh, I was looking at it. Well, I've been looking at doing it, Steve, since, uh, I don't know, early February. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, so today's well, the day. Today's What's the, the first job on your to-do list? Well, I gotta mop the floor, Steve. I gotta, uh, you know, I gotta, I gotta, like the carpets, uh, they're they're okay here, Steve, but they collect dirt and dust over the last six, seven months, you know. Yeah, they would, yeah. And so you've got to vacuum them, vacuum, vacuum, vacuum them, vacuum, vacuum them. Okay, <laughs> uh, but I'm good with the toilets, Stevie. Okay, I'm good, I'm good with the bathrooms. Okay. The, the vacuuming, the mopping, yeah, not not so much. You wouldn't be That's good with that, the you wouldn't be good with the bathrooms in in my neck of the woods because I've oh, got okay. a uh, I got a very careless young man living with me who's uh, he deals with autism and so he gets most of it in the bowl, but uh, yeah, he'll very oh. frequently miss quite badly. Jesus, maybe I have autism when you bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that, so, so I, I've got to do that. Um, what else is going Stevie, the hockey season. I don't know if it's because of COVID. I don't know if you find this, uh, but a lot of the, a lot of the regular stuff for, for being a big sports fan, like I am, um, 
I usually, you know, I, I, I usually sort of got the feeling, you know, I get the feeling that, you know, the football starting or the, or the playoffs for the CFL or the NHL or, you know, even the Jays run, uh, you know, the NBA, I, I watch a little bit of the Raptors, but, but as you know, we don't do too much of basketball. But it's kind of sneaking up on me, Steve, since COVID. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of losing track still of days of the week. And, and when you, you made this announcement about, well, exhibition games are starting. I'm like, what the freak? I don't know. I, I don't know. Do, do you experience that? I'm like, what, what? Isn't it May? No, no. It's October, man, coming up. It's like... Well, that's a that's a standard. The older you get, the faster time goes. Yeah, it must be and, something. And 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 also find that uh, spending too much time in front of your computer and uh, yeah, so everything's flying. I'd agree with everything you said, but everything else too would fall into that category. Yeah, but I think it's because of COVID. Like I said, but you know, pre-COVID, I was like, I'm on it. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I know when the, the all the major golf events are coming up, and you know, and, and now I'm like, what? Like like that that. Uh, um, the president's cup just completely snuck up on me. You know, I'd, I'd be watching the ads for it. I'm going, okay, here they go again. This thing's a year away and they're starting to advertise. No, 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 no. It's this weekend, man. You know, uh, you know who, you know, who w- wishes that, that it wasn't this weekend, Steve is the international team. <laughs> <laughs> I had it on this morning, Stevie. And, uh, any better today? No, they're getting freaking drilled, Stevie. It's four getting... one after the first day. What's going on today? So another five matches. I think there's only one one round today. And uh, let me just let me hit update. I'm afraid to do it. I know it's foursomes today. Yeah, the, the so, Canadians are together, which is cool. Yeah, and uh, uh, they're they're one down. Okay, they they might be the best one. Okay, they're they're one down through seven holes with Horsha uh, or Horschel and and Homa. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is pretty good. That's a pretty strong team. Um, Cantley and Shoffley, Steve, uh, they are five up after eight holes on one of the best players, Matsuyama and 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 Kim, okay? Uh, the Kissner-Young match is tied with uh, Bazenhut. Um, Shuffler and Burns are two up. Spieth and Thomas are two up. So, so the it international- could be nine to one by the end of the day is what you're saying. Yeah, there's five matches going on, and the U.S. is losing in zero of them, and they're two up, two up, five up, and one up in the other four matches. So uh, I don't think there's any afternoon golf. It looks like it's too late. So there must just be the one 18-hole matches today. There's 30 points up for grabs, so you have 10 points on Saturday and 10 more on Sunday, but it it may well be over unless these scores change around today. Well, they could... It won't be over today, you know. No, it, but it, it, for all intents, it could and be over tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not no officially Sunday over. Golf. Yeah, yeah, not officially over today, but it might as well be. And I was amazed. You, you were talking about it going in about how one-sided these two rosters are, and uh, looking at it, I agreed with you. But what I didn't know is historically how brutal, <laughs> how brutally one-sided it's been in terms of. I thought the internationals might have won a little bit over no i think america has like an 11 one and one record in the history of this event yeah eventually people are gonna go yeah we don't really need to go to this thing anymore right it's not right. good for business to because even the people that were cheering for america and excited about the president's cup they wanted to win of course but i don't think they want this 
where it's over effectively, not officially, but could be over by the end of Friday. Well, it could be. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. And talk about a backfire, you know, Um, what are they going to do? You know, these guys are, these guys are going to win three or four of of, of these matches. It looks like, it looks Mm -hmm. like, unless there's this massive turnaround. Um, So now what, you know, again, back to yesterday, we were talking about it. It, you know, it's, it's quickly going to become a flop. You're right, Steve. Right. And, and eventually they're going to say, this is, this is stupid. You know, it's doing nothing. I'll tell you what, Steve. And, and the growth has been exponential in international golf. You know, how over the, over the years that we've been around you and I, where it's gone from, you know, next to no presence to, you know, incredible, the players that are coming out of Asia and Europe and, um, but this is doing nothing, Stevie, for international golf. It's going to slaughter it, you know? It's, what, you know what's what? going to happen? What's going to happen? Uh, well, this is what we thought would happen. Uh, so America is kicking the shit out of everybody else in the world. So mm. they got to get rid of this thing and just make and, and combine it with the Ryder Cup. Combine well, it with how the about Ryder this? Cup. Instead of the President's Cup, you probably have to give it a new name or something, but... I think I think this could be even better than the Ryder Cup in the next couple of years. There's going to have to be some fences mended, but what about a Ryder Cup style tournament between the PGA and the Live Golf Tour? How good would that be? Well, yeah, yeah, it, it would be. Uh, but again, I w- I would have, I, I would allow all of it. Okay, I, I, you know, don't get me wrong. I'd love the, you know, some some naysayers come in and go, why? Well, how does how does America get the status here? Of, you know, we're the only ones to beat. But that works. Everyone loves to beat them, you know, because they're really good. They're really good at everything. You know, they got yeah. seven jillion people to draw from. So I, I think the best thing would be, I don't know who runs this President's Cup. That's the, that's the. I don't know the politics behind it. I'm not sure if it's the PGA of America or, or, or the RNA. I, I, you know, I don't think it's them. Um, but I would, I would look at. Someone's going to be looking at this thing, going, "Here's the deal, okay? America's going to take on the world." It's going to take on the world, and and I th- I think that would be a, to your idea just to expand it, allow everybody live Europe, rest of the world, period. Let's go. Now now you got an event, you know. Now you have an event. So yeah, but- the American thing is fine. It's like okay, the Americans are winning a lot, but you want to get a sense that there's competition, and this President's Cup is yeesh, they're like Kramer at the dojo for you Seinfeld fans. Um, they're like King Kong swatting Cessnas. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but can we, you know, it, it, it becomes that. interesting if the Americans are you know, taking a few jabs and it's it's competitive and fun. This isn't fun. This isn't no. good. No. Sun, Sunday's going to be a flop. But, you know, Stevie, it brings down to something else I was thinking about last night. I wrote it down to talk to you because the Aaron Judge watch is on, right? He's hit 60 homers. Uh, so he's he's on his way to you know, trying to set a record here to beat. Well, who's, who's ahead of him, Steve? Like it's the who's who of, you know, Babe Ruth and Maris and whoever else. It's Barry Bonds. And, Barry Bonds is the... Uh, yeah, but they don't bring his name up, Steve. Do you see that when they talk about it? No, I haven't noticed that. Yeah, they don't say Bonds or Maguire or any of these guys or Sosa who they feel cheated, right? Um, but but I think I, I think it's a Yankee record, Steve. Oh, you're talking about the Yankee record. Yeah, those would all, yeah, th- right. those would all make sense. Barry Bonds holds the record at 73. He's not going to catch him this year. But no. it's possible, but he, he probably won't. 
Right. So they're watching him for the Yankee record here. Gotcha. Okay. And, you know, you and I, uh, you know, you often hear athletes, they'll ask them, say, by the way, you're on the verge here of yada, 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 of breaking this record, you know, of, of a 15-game hit streak of a, you know, you're going to reach a, the, the, a, you know, a record of plus minus in the shortest game, yada, 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 right? And you'll hear some plays going, I don't watch that, you know, and the fans. Um, so I have a question for you, Steve, and yeah. because I believe fans are more interested in stats than they are with their team winning, okay? And some people go, you're out of your mind. There's nothing like winning. So here's the question, Steve. Aaron Judge, let's say, Stevie, He's about to hit the all-time home run record. Okay, mm-hmm. let's let's just say say he's gonna get, say he gets he won't this year, but uh, you know let let's say you're a Yankee fan, okay, Steve, and he's he's about to he's every time he hits a home run here, I think he clips one ahead of the next guys. Uh, and would you rather, Steve? Would you rather be at the game if you're a Yankee fan? Would you rather be at the game to see Aaron Judge hit hit that? Record-setting home run, but you're going to be guaranteed a loss. Um, yeah, I mean, if it's if you're talking about just one regular season loss, for sure. Right, which which proves my point that fans are more interested in in stats and records and all that stuff. So back to this Ryder Cup, the, you know, if the, these guys are going <laughs> to throttle them, I bet the Sunday fans still show up to say they are they're 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 busting a record here every time they take a shot, you know. So it's it, you know what I mean. It's kind of interesting because I had asked myself that. You know, would you would you rather go see? You know, when I, I watch Gretz Gretz get get his record, and I said I could give a shit if they lose or not. Yeah, it depends what the loss means. If it's just a regular season game, then and there's a lot of regular season games. It might might have, might be a different situation in football when there's only sixteen, so they're more meaningful. But yeah, in hockey or baseball, so long as it's not uh, really putting my team up against it or you know, creating a chance that they might miss the playoffs or something like that. But if it's just a rank and file regular season game, absolutely. I'd rather take the L than miss out on witnessing history. Yeah. Which is interesting, right? Which is, which is, is kind of interesting. You know, so I'm a, I'm a diehard Yankee fan. Well, if you're diehard, you would never want a loss. Yeah. But I don't care if I, if I get to see him hit 63 dingers, you know, so yeah, it's it's pretty special if you're a Yankee fan right now. It is the uh, single season record of 61 dongs by Roger Maris, and uh, it also for 37 years that was the record until the juice got going. Mm-hmm. A little cream on my shoulder there, little yeah. needle in the butt there. Yeah, things have changed obviously, yeah. and uh, but Roger Maris's record stood for a long time, so it's a special record for Yankee fans for sure, and. Uh, and Aaron Judge is a special talent for sure, and he's going to break the record. It's just a matter of when, not if. Well, not many games left, Stevie. No big pressure on the dude. He's got his. He's flown in his family and everything. They're all around and ready for him to do this. How many games are left? How many games? It might only uh, well, be 10 a, games left, Stevie. It's a, it's a week from Sunday, so yeah, it'd be uh, 10, 11, 12 games, something like that. And so I got to think the way he's been going, he's got at least one more in him to tie it. Well, sort of a nasty side of it, Steve. They say they didn't. Okay, the um, Yankees last night. Um, I forget who they're playing, but they walked him his first three at bats, and they're going, "Oh, come on now, wait a minute here, what's going on?" And then he he his fourth 
at bat. He hit, he hit a deep one. They, they thought it was out, but they could get nasty, Steve, going, I don't want to give up this record here. Fuck, I'll walk them, you know? Yeah, It'll be interesting I'm, to see what happens. It'll be interesting. I'm sure there are some pitchers who would like to groove him one. I mean, need to be part of history. You sort of send one down Main Street. Here you go, buddy. Right. Take that Here, thing. Here's where, here's where I don't like the Yankees, Stevie. Okay. I love the kid catches the 60th home run ball. Okay. And he turns it over. Okay. He, 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 he meets with Aaron judge after and gives him the ball. The kid's young, uh, by all indications, Steve. Okay. This ball's worth minimum 75 grand. Okay. And I, I've been, I've been following it up to 150,000. Some of these reputable auction houses are saying, okay, so let's call it a hundred thousand, this ball. And the kid flips it over to Aaron Rodgers and gives it to him. Okay. So you mean let's Mike? everyone let's everyone know that that the, the kid's given up a hundred grand. Okay. The, like they're gonna pay it now, Steve. One of these auction houses will take that ball, put it up, and someone's gonna buy it for a lot of money. I don't I, you know, I am crazy impressed with that kid. Okay. I'm crazy impressed that he's you know, he's like, well, he's done so much for baseball in our city, and I'm a diehard fan and all that. I'm like, yeah, okay, you can still you can still agree with all that and make yourself a hundred, <laughs> right? That's not going to change. Yeah. Where it's really disappointing, Steve, is the they they're trying to say Aaron Rodgers opened up his heart, and what he did, Steve, was took a picture with the guy and his buddies, and he gave them all, Steve, get this, you ready? Okay, staggering. Assigned baseball. Right. Right. Okay. Wait a minute here, boys. Wait a minute. No. No. You cheap pricks, okay? How about a pair of season's tickets for the next five years? You know? Yeah. How about a lifetime, Stevie? Lifetime tickets to the Yankee game. The kid gave up 100 large. Might be 150, Steve. Someone might pay 200 grand. Assigned baseball, Steve. Okay, you can probably buy that online for uh, twenty five bucks. You know, well, I wonder so, what it'll be worth after he hits, if he gets the record. You know, that's that's the other factor. But yeah, I mean, these are kids too, and they, when you say kid, you, you mean kids. I mean, they're like they look like they're maybe seventeen, eighteen years old. These four kids, right? And so, right, uh, yeah, he could have piped up a little more than that, uh, but. I would have kept Shoot it. the guy a pair of tickets at least. Yeah, you know, I definitely, at I least. definitely would have kept the ball and just hung on to it, see what it would be worth, and uh, cha-ching, baby, cha-ching. And not only that, the kid earned the ball. I don't know if you saw the dog pile. And by I the way, Aaron, no, Aaron, Aaron Judge. By the way, you mentioned Aaron Rodgers in there about three times. Um, oh, sorry, Aaron Judge. It's no, okay. Sorry, just I didn't want the listener to think I wasn't listening. Um, the dog pile that occurred when the home run ball was hit, like there, were, you can imagine. There were, you know, 15, and, and he would have been probably the youngest guy in this dog pile. There's about 15 Yankee fans in there diving over seats on top of each other, wrestling. I don't know how this kid came out with it because some of the guys in there looked like they were pretty damn strong, but uh, he got in there, held onto it, got out. So he earned something a little more than just four signed baseballs and a baseball bat. He should have either kept it for himself, auctioned it off, or expected more from Aaron Judge. Yeah. Yeah. The reason the guy probably was so aggressive, Steve, he's probably saying to himself, if I get this ball, I'm going to get a $25 coupon for some hot dogs and a beer from the Yankees, man. You know, 
<laughs> if things go really good, maybe yeah. I'll get a signed baseball. Jesus, you know? Yeah, yeah. Brutal, so much- Yankees. Brutal, you know? Yeah. Absolutely brutal. All right, let's take a time out of the program. When we return, we're going to praise Alfie. I'll tell you Again. why after these words. If you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, you want to make sure it's reliable, not breaking down all the time over the winter, and then you need to check out Jim K. Ford, your Ottawa-certified pre-owned Ford dealer. At Jim K., they stand behind all the vehicles they sell. How about a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty on your vehicle? Maybe a history report of the vehicle in there as well? Low purchase financing rates, 24-hour roadside assistance, and more? That is peace of mind every buyer is looking for, and Jim K. Ford delivers it. JimKFord.com. They're at 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. If you're a loyal listener, you've probably heard me on this podcast before. I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. I'm also a big fan of the show. If you are too, we'll probably get along. Want great insurance rates? Then I'm your guy. Call or text me 801-2659 or check out allins.ca. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. The reason I was hollering praise Alfie yeah. is that Daniel mm-hmm. Offertson was back at the rink as the Sens got into the first, well, I guess it'd be the second full day of training camp. Daniel Offertson was there. He was just sitting up in the stands, chatting with folks. He stood behind the bench because they've, they've broken up the teams for scrimmages, and one of them is Team Alfredson. So he came out with a coffee and, you know, pretended to coach and everything. I'm sure it was a big thrill for a lot of the players. But he's been estranged from the organization for a while. And to see him back at the rink at a time when everybody is so excited about the team and the way they're spending, the way they're behaving, how good they're expected to be, I, I kind of likened it to the end scene in The Lion King when the king returns and the land starts to bloom again. Just another ah, good feeling. For- <laughs> just a, just a, a ni- another nicety as it feels like a dark cloud is finally lifted off the Ottawa Senators. Stevie, yes, again, sir. the elephant in the room. New owner. Yeah, it just, it, it, I, I just don't, it's the unsaid thing. And it's one of those deals where you want to be respectful and all that, but there is that unsaid truth to everything we talk about when it comes to the Ottawa Senators. And, and even Alfie himself in his quote, I'm a guest and it's going to stay that way. I'm going to be around more than I have been. That's for sure. It's going to be to come in and talk to the guys if they ever need that, or if they have any questions, I'll be there for them, which is exciting. It's fun to be a part of it all again. And that's the way it's going to be for this year. So did, did, does he again, live he, in Ottawa? Oh, sorry, man. No, he does. Um, and he, but again, you can hear that, you know, we all know what the change has been and, uh, right. and let's leave it at that. Right. He does well, live in Ottawa. Yes. Okay. He's starting up this, uh, what's a sort of a version of pickleball, I suppose it's called, it's a, it's a game called paddle P A D E L. So yep. he's starting to open up paddle courts around the city of Ottawa. Have you oh. embraced pickleball? Everybody seems I've to been, be. I've, I've been invited. No, I haven't. No, I, I, I watch it. it. flips up on my YouTube when I scroll through it. Uh, and I've been invited by an 83-year-old friend of mine. I, I said, no, I'll, I'll kill you at that. You can't I'll take that match. That. I'll take that match all day. Yeah. No, no, you can't. What if he beats you? You'll be humiliated. Well, I would make, I would just lie. I'd go online and said I beat the shit out of the guy. 
<laughs> that would be anyway, public fastest growing sport, Steve. Pickleball in the world seems to be. Yeah, this, my, my no, wife's playing it. Like she loves it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the Sens just could close out on that topic. They do, as I mentioned off the top, have two games in Toronto. This opens up the entire NHL preseason, not just their own. So the Sens play at one o'clock against the Leafs Saturday afternoon, and then seven o'clock against the Leafs, both in Toronto. And uh, the, they basically, it really truly is a split squad like they do in, in, in Grapefruit League action in baseball. Yep. The nighttime game, which probably more people will end up watching, kind of that hockey night in Canada mode, that will feature last year's top forward line, Norris, Kachuk, and Batherson. Even in there as well, Shane Pinto. You got uh, Matthew Joseph, Tyler Mott might be taking Alex Formanton's place because Formanton is a free agent uh, and still is not signed. And on D, you've got Thomas Shabbat along with Artem Zub, and then in goal, it'll be Anton Forsberg. So that's a 7 o'clock game, and then basically everybody else you'd be interested in will be in the 1 o'clock game, including the Tim Stutzla line with Debrinket and Claude Giroux. The top D pairing would be newcomer Jake Sanderson, who everybody's so excited about as a rookie, playing alongside Travis Hamannick, and the goalie will be Cam Talbot. So those are kind of the roster highlights for the Mighty Sins as they get her going in preseason action on Saturday. And uh, Jory and Donovan, Sean Donovan's boy, signed a three-year entry-level contract with the Sens today. So there is your Sens update. What a smart idea to make to make more money. We're not going to play. We're not going to just play one game Saturday night. We're going to play it. We're going to split them up into two. Uh, you know what I'm saying, Stevie? Double, double, the, tic- double the ticket sales. I'm, I'm assuming they're separate tickets. Of you know, they're six hours apart. The games, they're onto would, something, Steve. They're onto I something. Was, yeah, I'd assume yeah. so. Anyways. I I would. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna have uh, the first period at eleven in the morning. We're gonna have the second period at two in the afternoon. <laughs> I'm onto <laughs> something, Stevie. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna break up all the periods. You gotta you gotta you get to watch one period. Imagine if it was a true doubleheader. How hammered everybody be at the game. Six straight oh. hours of hockey in uh, in Toronto. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 Anyway, good. A bit of a cash grab, Stevie. Okay. Bit of a cash grab. Ah, the more the merrier. I'm pleased yeah, to be Toronto here. needs some money, right? They gotta yeah. Make, they gotta Do they money. ever. Do they ever. Red Blacks in action on uh, Saturday night, by the way, here in town. Red Blacks taking on the first place Argos. They're in must-win territory again, just because they're running out of games. Doesn't feel like you're ever really out of it in the CFL East until the schedule ends, and then you run out of time. Yeah. But they're still there, still hanging in there. They're four points out of a playoff spot right now. But uh, right now, you got Hamilton and Montreal playing tonight. So one of those teams is going to expand their lead on the Red Blacks. So we know that will turn the uh, Saturday night game between Ottawa and Toronto into a must-win game. And the, the Red Blacks fans, to say that they want to win would be an understatement. It's been a great – I mean, the crowd continues to be pretty good. And it's a real party atmosphere. I know you haven't been to Lansdowne since they redid it. It's an awesome spot now. But they need a W once in a while. Once in a while, they want to go home happy. They've got like three home wins in the last three years. And uh, none in the last last 365 days. So a win would come in very handy on Saturday night. If you miss the playoffs, Steve, in the NHL, right? It's like, good try, man. Good try. I mean, there's, there's, you know, 30, 30 teams here. And starting at the year, no one's going to bet the mortgage on any one of them, you know, maybe a couple to make the playoffs, you know, in Colorado and a Tampa and a Toronto, you know, uh, if you, 
if you're out of the playoffs, Steve, in the CFL, I'm going. Yeah, they've they haven't they haven't done anything since Russ Jackson. Yeah, uh, oh, you know. See. <laughs> Hey, we won the is Grey any- Cup in we won the Grey Cup in 2016. So, is there anything more embarrassing than being out of the playoffs in the in the CFL, Steve? It is, yeah. It yeah, is there's only you know there's ten teams. We allow twelve into the playoffs, and you guys are out of it. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Listen, Ottawa wins the Grey Cup every 40 years like clockwork. So don't. Uh, <laughs> how dare you? Uh, oh, NFL though, there's lots of NFL action, and uh, I'd say the big games would be Green Bay and Tampa Bay this weekend. Brady versus Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Judge? No, I kid. I kid. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got uh, you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Tampa Bay's banged up on at receiver, and their best receiver just got suspended for uh, getting a bit of a fight at the end of the last game. So maybe advantage Green Bay. Hard to say. I haven't decided what the Packers are, and they also have again. It's, it's a battle of two teams with amazing Hall of Fame quarterbacks, but their receiving cores are in shambles. So I'll, I'll take that for what it is. The other big game I really want to watch is Bills at Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of a new version. You know, I wouldn't say they're going to be necessarily Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, but as of this moment, they're the best two quarterbacks. Uh, Josh Allen has seven touchdown passes in two games and has thrown for over 700 yards. Whereas Buffalo's quarter, sorry, Miami's quarterback. How's it going? Holy Yeah. Man. Miami's quarterback's putting up the same numbers. Tua Tartukavaloa. What? Something like that. Yeah. I can never get that surname. He's been around a while, but he's had the uh the amazing start as well. Uh around the same number of passing yards, completion percentage, seven touchdown passes as well. So Tua, I'll just call him that. Tua versus Josh Allen is going to be very fun as well for the one o'clock one o'clock game. And maybe the Giants Dallas Cowboys. You know, Dak Prescott out for the Cowboys for the Monday nighter. But Cooper Rush somehow, some way, found a way to beat the AFC champion Super Bowl finalist Cincinnati Bengals last week. So that could be interesting as well with the Giants off to a two and zero start. So yeah, how, how about Jerry Jones' comment going? Because uh, Dak is out, right? They, they get some bad yeah. luck there. Yeah, and they've I, I don't know they pay him about a thousand dollars a second or whatever they're paying him. And Jerry Jones says, uh, "I'd like to see a quarterback controversy." Yeah, I saw on that. my team. Yeah, really, Jerry, really. Yeah. I'd like to see someone take on Dak, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. No, no. You need Dak. You need Dak. Weird, weird comment. Anyway. I guess he's wanting competition. You know, push Dak yeah. and all that because Dak's the guy. He's making a kajillion dollars. The comment from Jerry Jones that I thought was sort of interesting was that uh, with the injury to Dak Prescott, he said uh, because I mean it's pretty much I mean he's got a fractured thumb I think and had surgery on it. And he says, yeah, four weeks. Everybody said, you know, probably six weeks. Right. uh, Probably goes on long-term injured reserve for now. And then uh, he says, no, we're not going to put him on injured reserve. We think he'll be out four weeks. Okay, Dr. Jones. (laughs) Where are you getting that from? (laughs) If I, I mean, look, if you look his injury up and look up the surgery and the timeline for recovery, it's like nobody's saying four weeks. They're saying four weeks potentially if you have a desk job, not going right. into the National Football League to be the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Right, right. Jerry Jones yep. is out of his mind. Yeah. Yeah. Dak Prescott, uh, you know, he's uh, he's dead. Well, that shouldn't be more than six weeks before he's back in the lineup. Yeah, he might Come miss on, a Jerry. couple games. Yeah, yeah. He might miss a couple games. Come on. You know, so Jerry. buy those tickets. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah don't don't give up on that ticket 
How do you feel about Taylor Swift as a Super Bowl halftime show? I love Taylor Swift. I love Taylor Swift. I thought you didn't. I'm absolutely in love with Taylor. She is so cool. I love she's her. A, she's amazing. Uh, I'm, I'm for apparently her her Netflix doc uh, was not very watchable. I you know I've, I've I, I didn't watch it, but I heard it wasn't wasn't great. Someone said, "Well, it's a little self-serving." I said, "Well, it's it's a documentary about Taylor Swift." Yeah. What, what, yeah if you're not what, a Taylor Swift she, fan, don't watch it. Yeah. What, <laughs> if you are, she, you'll love it. What is it great? What, does she go on and on about Willie Nelson or something? The whole thing? I I wouldn't think so. You know. Anyway, I, I love her. I love her. She's cool. She's very funny. She's very funny. She's great in interviews and and a, and, a, and a talent for sure. Yeah. She's Fine. a perfect so, pick. Perfect yeah. pick. For the Super Bowl. Completely. And I think uh, there's so many. I don't, I don't even know how she's going to choose from all. I mean, she's got, like, we all know the Beatles, the number of hits they had. She's got to be in that in that discussion for the number of crazy hits she's had. But uh, this isn't official or anything that she would be the halftime show performer. But they put out a thing where Apple Music is going to be the halftime show sponsor. And usually when you make a big announcement like that as a corporation on social media you choose one of the prime times like you know maybe uh like early afternoon or something like that whatever the best time to put those out you wouldn't think midnight would be your best time and they chose midnight why and everybody's speculating this because taylor swift's new album is called midnights oh there you go okay so they're saying everybody's saying that's a big old hint that that's uh the next step we're the, uh, we're the halftime show sponsor, and uh, we've chosen this time to release that information yeah, at midnight a, because of the, uh, the new album. Anyway, that's whatever. A, it's not quite a subtle hint. You know? It's like, like we'd be hitting the face with a truck. You know? Well, once you okay. spell it out, right. if you're just seeing it on social media, I'm sure that uh, you'd have to be the hardest core Taylor Swift fan to put that together. She's, anyway. a, she's a good pick because she covers a wide demographic, Stevie. Right? Young and old. Think so. Yeah, Young absolutely. No, I was. I'm shocked. I she didn't covers know my Swift. demographic, baby. Does she? No. Okay. I don't. I didn't know. Yeah. Sixty year old? I don't know. <laughs> it's personal choice. I see. Oh, I see. Was that some sort of a euphemism there? I didn't. I don't know. Okay. All right. So your demographic. You've turned de- the word demographic into something dirty. Interesting. I find I don't that know. really. I, just I don't know either. Uh, let's call it quits right there, ladies and gentlemen. Our website is stevewproject.com. We invite you to check that out. All our contact info is there. And uh, drop us a note if there's uh, any feedback you have for us about the show or things you'd like to hear about us talk about on the show. stevewproject.com is where you should go. We invite you to have a fantastic weekend. You don't need our invitation. Just do it. Just do it. Great sports weekend. Have fun. And we'll talk to you next time. I jump your bones too late. I don't. That's a Taylor song. I ju- no, thought no, I jump see. your bones too late. You know, and the fake. What song is that? Shake it off. There's a great video of a cop with his dash camera singing the song. It's, it went viral years and years ago. Mm-hmm. Something with. I'm going to get your face. I'm going to cut your face? That's Taylor Swift. Those are not Taylor Swift lyrics. (laughs) Good good night, everybody. We'll see you.